Well, hi. So today is Christmas Eve 2019. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm going to share a little bit about the Christmas uh, story, uh, the, the Christmas uh, documentation here. I'm going to read from Luke. Uh, you know, Matthew says that uh, his name will be called Jesus and he will save uh, the world or save the people from their sin. But I want to go to Luke chapter one. I'm going to read some of this um, from chapter one to chapter two. Uh, so it says, during the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. I'm reading uh, Luke 1, 26. I'm starting with 26. Uh, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee, and she was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you, and so you are anointed with great favor. That's just a great word right there. Mary was deeply troubled over these words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you. That's just good. <laughs> has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the son of the highest. And the Lord God will enthrone him as king on his ancestor David's throne. And he will reign as king in Israel forever. And his reign will have no limit. I love that. Mary said, but how can this happen? I'm still a virgin. And Gabriel answered, the spirit of holiness will fall upon you and almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your aged aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. The barren one is now in her sixth month. Not one promise from God is empty of power, for no thing is impossible with God. And, and Mary responded, saying, This is amazing. I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. And then afterward, Mary arose and hurried off to the hill country of Judea in a village where Zechariah and Elizabeth lived. Arriving in their home, Mary entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At that moment, she heard Mary's voice. The baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked. And suddenly, Elizabeth was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. And with a loud voice, she prophesied with power. I love it. Mary, you are a woman given the highest favor and privilege above all others. For your child is destined to bring God great delight. How did I deserve such a remarkable honor to be the mother of my Lord, Come uh, the, to have the mother of my Lord come and visit me? The moment you came in the door and greeted me, my baby danced inside me with ecstatic joy. Great favor is upon you, for you have believed every word spoken to you from the Lord. Now Mary says that little thing, and then John is born, and then Zechariah prophesies over all these things. And then we're going to go to chapter 2. And I want to read this, okay? And this is cool. Um, 
starting with verse 4. So Joseph and his fiancée Mary left Nazareth, a village in Galilee, and journeyed to their hometown in Judea, uh, to the village of Bethlehem, King David's ancient home. And they were required to register there since they were both direct descendants of David. That's important. They're both direct descendants of David. Mary was pregnant and nearly ready to give birth. When they arrived in Bethlehem, Mary went into labor, and there she gave birth to her firstborn son. After wrapping the newborn baby in strips of cloth, they laid him in a feeding trough, since there was no available space in the upper room in the village. That night in the field near Bethlehem, there were shepherds watching over their flocks. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God, and the shepherds were terrified. Can't blame them. I'd I'd pretty much be terrified too. But the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid, for I have come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. For everyone, and it is for everyone everywhere. For today in Bethlehem, a rescuer was born to you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. You will recognize him by this miracle sign. You will find a babe wrapped in strips of cloth and laying in a feeding trough. Then all at once, a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven, and they all praised God, singing, Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven. Uh, yeah, I love that. Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, for there is peace and, and a good hope given to the sons of men. When the choir of angels disappeared back into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go, let's hurry and find this word that was born in Bethlehem to see for ourselves what the Lord has revealed to us. So they ran into the village and found their way to Mary and Joseph. And there was a baby laying in a feeding trough. Upon seeing this miraculous sign, the shepherds recounted what just happened. And everyone who heard the shepherd's story was astonished by what they were told. But Mary, everybody say, but Mary, treasured all these things in her heart and often pondered what they meant. And then the shepherds returned to their flock, ecstatic over what had happened. They praised God and glorified him for all that they had heard and seen for themselves, just like the angel had said. So first we have this um, this, this woman, Martha. Martha, I don't think so. Uh, we have this woman, Elizabeth. And she goes to see Jesus. You know, she, she, she's pregnant with John. Mary goes to see her. And then uh, uh, John leaps in her womb. It's really, really cool. John leaps in her womb. And and and, and so she had to say this. Now I love this verse, and um, I just I just really really love this verse here. It's coming out, and he says um, in 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 uh, Luke chapter one, ah, this is just so good. Um, he will reign as king over is uh, the king of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Uh, one version says that his 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 reign will have no end, and and then in verse thirty seven of chapter one he says, not one promise. From God is empty of power, for no thing is impossible with God. That's just such a good word right there. Um, no, um, there, there's nothing impossible for God. The word of God will never fail. And, and this is the thing. 
It says that that word nothing there actually means no rhema. No rhema word of God will ever fail. I just love that. Uh, and it's so basically the rhema word of God, the living word of God, the, the active word of God is able to accomplish that which it was set out to do. Isn't that amazing that it starts out there and then later on, Jesus says the same thing. He says, um, with man it's impossible, but with God, no rhema word has, uh, the, basic, the, the way to say this would be that every rhema word of God has the power to see it to its completion. Okay, his word will not return to him without accomplishing that which it was set out to do. It's just really, really cool. So, um, so this angel uh, says this um, to, to Elizabeth, um, you know, Elizabeth, the angel, everybody comes to Mary and Mary just, uh, you know, is just flipping out and she just goes, this is amazing. Can't believe this. And, uh, and then she said something and I want to talk about this for, for a little bit. God gives her this word. It's impossible. It's an impossible word. God gives her this word. And then she says, let it be done to me according to your word. Or may everything you have told me come to pass. Okay. She said, as his servant, I will accept whatever he has for me. And we have to come to that place. You and I have to come to that place where we say everything that we we have to say we'll do. You know, everything that he's told us to do, we're going to do that. I accept whatever he has for me. Uh, many of us want to be something, but we do not want to accept what God has for us. And a lot of times what he has for us is that very something that uh, that we're longing for. It's really, it's, it's amazing. So um, I wanted to say that first uh, because here's a woman who's like like 13 to 15 years old and um, she's engaged to a guy who's like in his late 30s, 40s. Some even said that he was in his 50s. Um, I don't know if that's true, but that's what they had said. And, um, and then, so here's this young girl and she is just totally surrendered to God, to his will. Now, I don't know what that means. I mean, to me, it's like, here she is. She, she's, um, willing to accept that her um, integrity would be questioned, that her life would be questioned, that her love for God would be in question because of here, here she is pregnant. She's not married, but she's pregnant. And, 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 and so here is this thing that's going on. Joseph being a humble man, I mean, just briefly, we don't know much about this guy. All we know is that he was Jesus' father. He, uh, earthly father. He was, um, you know, he was of the line of David, which was really cool. Both of them, Mary and Joseph, were from the line of David, and um, you know, and so he, uh, first of all, did not want to, did not want to bring shame to Mary. So what he did was, he said, "Hey, listen, I'll just put you away quietly." Then he had a visitation of an angel, said, "Marry this woman, because what's conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit." He believed he was a he was a believer of God. He was there when the angel came and said, "Let you got to move to Egypt." And uh, you know, so and then when Herod was dead, then he came back. You know, so he he had to be humble man to come before the Lord. Um, he had to be a really really good um, what do you call him a really good carpenter because that was you know Joseph the carpenter. Isn't this Jesus the carpenter's son? And, and that's, so he had to have some kind of, um, some kind of a, um, uh, a skill and where people would, would come after him. 
So we have this whole story. And then these angels appear to these shepherds. Uh, you know, I don't know what kind of shepherds they were. I'm willing to bet that they were poor, uh, that all they did was they just went from, uh, you know, that they had their flock and they were they were watching their flock by night. So I don't know what that means, except for the fact that they were out in the field at night with their sheep. You know, I don't know if it was hot during the day and they couldn't do it, but, you know, they were in the field with their sheep. And um, it's nighttime, the sheep are feeding, they're, they're probably baaing or whatever, you you know, they're, they're probably just, you know, the whole time. And then all of a sudden, this angel comes along and appears and he says, he says, glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, uh, for there is peace and a good hope given to the sons of men. So what that means is that Jesus is peace and Jesus is the good hope. Is your reputation more important than what God's asking you to do? Um, yeah, that's a question you need to ask yourself. You need to ask yourself, is my reputation, Mary's reputation was at stake. Joseph's reputation was at stake because don't forget he was engaged to her. So even Joseph was probably, there had to be whisperings going on because after a while you just can't walk. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I, I have five, my, my ex had five kids. You know, we had five kids together. Uh, sorry, we had three children together. She had one coming into the marriage. I had one coming into the marriage. So we had five children. And, and in this thing, um, you know, you see a pregnant woman walk. It's not easy. Getting out of bed is not easy. I don't, I don't think that they had these beds that were so elevated off the ground that she could just turn her feet and she'd be standing. I just thought it was really difficult. Well, here she is, 13 to 15 years old, and she's got this issue going on. Her reputation, you know, was of no effect to her. His reputation was of no effect to her. They're walking together. Remember, they're they're engaged. And and Joseph does not take her um, and consummate the marriage until after Jesus is born. And that had to take a lot of restraint for him. And, you know, because a lot of people have said Mary was a beautiful woman. And so, you know, here, here's this whole dichotomy. There's so many things that we overlook in this message of the gospel of Jesus that, that you know, in this birth that we just don't take into consideration. Um, almost Christmas has become an entitlement where, where people demand, actually demand gifts. And it's really, really difficult. I know people love to give. I am one of those people that love to give. And I hate when I'm not able to. But God is like, he's, he's so emphatic about pouring out his love on totally surrendered. God, Catherine Coleman said, God's not looking for golden vessels. He's not looking for silver vessels. He's looking for yielded vessels. And all he wants us to do is to be yielded to him. Are you willing to be yielded to God in everything? Are you willing to give up your reputation and your integrity, so to speak, or how people view you? Are you willing to give that up for what God has asking for you to do? He asks us for favors. A lot of times he demands, but there are 99% of the time he asks us, are you willing to do this for me? I remember um, while we were my my ex-wife and I we were separated for a few months of, um, uh, a number of years ago, and um, and during that time um, I was not ready 
you know, she had requested that I would come back. And, um, you know, we were going to counseling. And, and so I was like, I'm not ready to go back yet. And I told them that. I said, listen, I'm not ready to go back yet. I need like another month. And they, they looked at me, you know, they, they were just kind of like, well, 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 we, and I said, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I just can't do it. And so that we were going to our next counseling session. And I remember driving there and the Lord said, would you get back together? I said, I don't want to. And he goes, well, would you do it for me? And I remember, I remember the thought that Lord, I would do anything for you. And so Jesus asked me to do him a favor. God's asking you to do him a favor. He's saying, would you do this? All you have to do is be yielded to him and surrendered totally to him as Mary was. Now, the other thing I want to point out is that Mary pondered this stuff in her heart. She meditated on it. She she thought, what does this mean? And she's constantly going around. What does it mean? Now, Joseph had to have some of the word in him. He had to know the Torah. He had to know the Old Testament. Mary probably had to know the Old Testament as well. And then unto you is born, you know, we're talking about um, a woman with a virgin will conceive and bear a child. You know, I mean, that had that verse had to be there, you know, for them. And it just so happened that Mary was that. So anyway, I just wanted to bless you guys today and just kind of give you something to chew on for a little while uh, regarding regarding Christmas and, and this season. So. Um, anyway, I just wanted to bless you with that. Uh, we'll, we'll talk again tomorrow and or the next time. And uh, we'll just, you know, we'll carry on some some things. But everything has to start with surrender. And everything in your life has to start. Your ministry has to start with surrender. So, Jesus, I thank you for everybody watching today, that you would bless them and that you would keep them, Father. And let this time and this season of great joy Just fill them up so much in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.